Good morning, good afternoon, guys. This is Mike with Geek Tavern back with you again. And I am again joined with Sean. Hello. And Aaron. What's up? And we're we're back. We're just uh we like to do lists right now, apparently. <laughs> um we wanted to, you know, we just came to uh a new year with bringing in 2020, which is weird to say. Hindsight's 2020. But uh terrible jokes. <laughs> but anyway, uh bringing in a new year, uh new decade even, I guess you could say. Uh so we wanted to to talk about not necessarily a top 10 as in like 10 to 1, but a list of 10 of our favorite movies uh from the the 2010s. From the 2010s. Yeah. Yeah, 10s all around. It's a weird it's a weird decade to be like the decade of this. Like you have the 2000s. Mm. In the 1990s, the 80s, the 10s is weird to say. The 10s. <laughs> the 10s. So. Yeah, even the 20s sounds natural because of the yeah. 20s. Yeah. Yeah. The 30s are fine. The 40s are I don't fine. Know. Yeah, tens, the 10s is weird to say. It is. It is a little. Doesn't roll off the tongue very well, does it? No. I mean, sh shouldn't it have more been like the teens? That could be good. Yeah, teens. Yeah, yeah but they're. Oh, yeah, it is. It, it, yeah, because. Yeah, I mean, but 11 and 12 are not teens. Yeah. Neither is 10. 10. <laughs> so, I don't know. So yeah, anyway, that's a weird uh, open thought process we just had there. So. <laughs> the whole other episode. Yeah. At one point. <laughs> so, so the, the decade of, of the 2010s, um, it, it's crazy to think that, you know, it, it happened so quickly, really. It was a decade... Where I started the decade and I was out of high school. <laughs> At that point for two years even. And I've lived the whole decade outside of going to school. So Lucky you. <laughs> Not <laughs> really. Ours is fastly approaching. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we just want to talk about some of our favorite movies. Um, and I, I guess we'll... I don't. We're not going to say numbers, but uh, I guess we'll go with like first movie or whatever um i'll start off this time uh what one of the i forget when this one came out right after the decade uh 2011 um captain america the first avenger um now with you know iron man starting uh the mcu up in 2008 uh I wasn't immediately on board. My comic book knowledge was uh, very lacking. Um, you know, I watched the Spider-Mans, the Batmans, you know, stuff like that. But I really didn't know anybody. My only reference for Captain America was um, the PS1 Spider-Man game where, like, everybody comes in at the mm -hmm. end. I don't know if you guys ever beat that game, but um, Captain America comes in. They're, like, flying off in I don't know what ship it was, but... Um, so that was my only point of reference for Captain America at the time. So, um, my, my friend at the time, uh, drugged me to see this movie because I was like, yeah, I don't know who cares about Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what a lot of people thought. Uh, whenever Captain America came out, they're like, oh, who cares about Captain America? I want to know more about Iron Man because it was so successful yeah. in 2008. And then it ended up, <laughs> and then it ended up being that Captain America had the best trilogy out of everyone. Yeah, it, he really did. Um, but this movie in particular, uh, I still watch it every once in a while. Um, just the, the CGI is still pretty good to have like a really scrawny, um, Chris Evans. Um, and then, you know, obviously bulks up after the serum, but, uh, I mean, I don't know really what to say about the movie. I'm sure most people listening to this have seen the movie. Uh, they are aware that it's good. Um, uh, one of my favorites that I mentioned in our previous episode, uh, Tommy Lee Jones is in this. So that, that was a good selling point for me because I'm legit a big Tommy Lee Jones fan. But um, yeah, just anyway, the, long story short, uh, I think I've seen this roughly six or seven times in theaters after wow. after the first showing so oh i really like this movie um you'll you'll learn 
that that's a thing with me. Like, if I like something, I'll go watch it. Um, I'll, I'll take, like, one friend each time. Like, I'll take my brother, and then I'll take my sister, <laughs> whoever else. So, um, yeah. So, one of my favorites of the decade is Captain America, uh, the first Avenger. It's a good choice. Sure. Um, piggybacking. Uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is uh-huh. still... Even past Infinity War and Endgame is still, in my opinion, the best Marvel Studios movie that they have ever done. I, I'm I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna argue in any sort of way, but I've never had the appreciate appreciation for the Winter Soldier that everybody else has. See, and I didn't know, and I don't knock anybody that yeah, does. And, and I, but... I didn't know what it was going to be like going into it. I didn't see it in theaters. I got it for Christmas mm. and I watched it alone. And at the end of the movie, I found myself alone clapping over <laughs> the credits. Like, holy shit, that was an amazing movie. <laughs> and, and honestly, like I've just, another Marvel movie has never done that to me yeah so after seeing that movie i mean that's got to be one of my favorites of the decade but yeah like i said it was piggybacking on and what sean said is true captain america had the best trilogy out of any of yeah the other ones i wonder if hulk had gotten two other movies if this <laughs> would have been better i still have not seen the edward norton hulk <laughs> you're not missing out on <laughs> Well, uh, if that's the case, then uh, I'll just say it now, because it was going to be one of mine as well. Uh, uh, Winter Soldier was going to be one of mine. Might as well uh, get it out now, since yeah. we, we're on the topic. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think and I'll do the same if, if somebody says one of mine. But... I, yeah, I think that it's um, it's amazing. I think it's the best of the three Captain America movies. I wish that Easily. Civil War was better, because that's what I was really hoping for. I mean, I really like Civil War. I, I like it a lot, but it's just not its just not as good as Winter Soldier. And I just wanted it to be better. I wanted it to be better than it, and it just wasn't. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. So, I guess it's just back to me. I'll start, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> start the, uh, so the round again. Well, this how about this? Or, or I'll you, end it, you I'll, end it and I'll keep going. Yeah. So, uh, this time I'm going to do a uh, film from 2016. Uh la la land was Mm. my favorite movie of that year uh and yeah it's amazing uh (laughs) it's a musical and uh i'm a sucker for a love story which that's what it is yeah and it's a long movie i've only seen it twice because it is lengthy but uh i i love it it's amazing i don't think i knew that it was that long actually yeah it's like three hours long or i I still have yet to see it uh i love emma stone and it's it's really surprising that I haven't seen it, but um, ever since it was out, I've I've wanted to see it, just mm-hmm. haven't. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Not <laughs> <laughs> my favorite of twenty sixteen. Yeah, I it's incredible. I I knew it got praised at the time, so it did it. Uh, it won the Oscar. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. Best yeah, picture, but... but then it actually wasn't. <laughs> but was actually Moonlight instead. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde at it again. <laughs> Dang it, Bonnie and Clyde. Do you want to go next? Sarah? No, you can go. We'll, we'll just we'll just go down the uh, the line back and forth. Okay. Um, this one came out in 2014, which that was yesterday, right? <laughs> um, Seems like it. <laughs> it is X Men uh, Days of Future Past. Um, if there's one X Men movie from the X-Men franchise that is, well, there is another, but it's first class. (laughs) (laughs) No, this one, I, I just love this movie. Like I, I love time travel. You know, one of my favorite movies of all time is back to the future. Uh, one of my favorite TV shows, Dr. Who it all, it's time travel. I love time travel. So this one just, I can watch it a million times and be entertained. Yeah, I was. Uh, I like. I think I like First Class better in the trilogy. I do. Too. Except upon you know revisiting um, Days of Future Past each time, I appreciate it more 
each time I see it. Because mm-hmm. before I was like, yeah, it was good, but it wasn't as good as First Class. But now it's like, oh, maybe maybe I'll have to really think about it next time I see it. Because yeah. yeah, they are very close in quality, I think. But yeah. something about uh, First Class edges that out for me just a little bit. Yeah, it, for me, it's probably just because I... I love Hugh Jackman and Wolverine. Mm. Like, <laughs> and there's a great cameo, obviously, in, in uh, First Class. But, uh, yeah, just it's it's basically a Wolverine movie anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> that's probably why it's yeah. It basically is just Wolverine. Yeah, the movie. He's he's the one time traveling essentially, not really time traveling, I guess. His uh, his, his mind consciousness. Is, yeah. <laughs> oh, are are we naming years too when we? We don't have to. I just okay. did that myself. Well, you and Sean both did it, so I'm like, no, maybe I should uh, add in. The you don't years. have to. If you know it, you can throw it in. If you're happy and you know it. Clap your hand. Uh, <laughs> is it on to me? Yep. Piggyback, piggybacking once again, 2017's Logan <laughs> was one of my favorites. And I'll and have to throw in there, that's that's one of mine later on. It, it, it took the superhero... Uh, or template <laughs> and made it a lot more grounded and made it a lot more emotional which uh, i mean you heard a lot about logan but you haven't heard like anything else like since yeah like, no one's been like oh wow you know logan was really good but i like no one has really paid that much not attention but Given it the praise that it really deserves. Like, it got it got high praise when it was out and within that year. But ever since then, like, nobody brings it up. No. It, it won what it won for, like, Best Adapted Screenplay. Yeah. And then no one else said another word about it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but it's really good. Like, so, I, I think Hugh Jackman should have got some kind of award for oh, it. Oh, yeah. And somebody, somebody I was talking to said, uh, oh, I really don't like... Um, that he died i'm like what i'm like that's the whole point yeah he's yeah. still alive for like 300 years I'm like <laughs> he like, wants to die yeah that's like the whole point of the yeah movie. <laughs> yeah they're like well i don't think you should have like died and, and he, like, he wanted to think he was supposed to do he wanted to take the easy way out but uh his quote-unquote daughter uh i mean i guess she is essentially his daughter but um like she's like no you're not doing that <laughs> But yeah, yeah I I enjoyed it a lot. That movie, it it's the power of it. Like, if there's if there is a comic book movie, aside from some others that can be said like this as well. But like this one, you don't need any premise or knowledge of any X Men movie. Yeah, um, that's true. Prime example, my fiance went with me. She's never seen anything X Men nothing like i had to tell her like hey this is wolverine it's he's a comic book guy (laughs) no she she knew nothing and she loved that movie and they clear up a lot of that questionability like within the first 15 minutes because everybody's like where's the other x-men and they're like oh professor x killed all of them and you're like oh well never mind that sucks (laughs) and then but but that's the nice part about it is because the focal point is on xavier and logan yeah it's a good point. Uh, you don't have, like, in terms of, di- like, Days of Future Past, there's no possible way you could go into that movie at not knowing pre- some pre- previously existing things. Yeah. You would be completely lost, but with Logan, you can just jump in. Yeah. And just, like, the story is great, and you're just along for the ride the whole time. Yeah, it's just this dying guy who has claws. I don't know what's that about. But, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's. A great movie that just you can just jump in and watch it if you've never seen or care about X Men. <laughs> well, since both that was one of both of yours, right. I'll, I'll continue on. Yep. Uh, and mine, I'll I'll say one that it was an award winner. Uh, we'll say how about Into the Spider Verse from 2018. Yep, that's on my list too. <laughs> yeah, that's on all three of ours. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I think re- uh, deservedly so because it is. I don't want to say the best Spider-Man adaptation. No, it is. But it probably no, it is, is the best Spider-Man adaptation. <laughs> there is no beating around the bush. It yeah. is the it's, best Spider-Man it's fantas- adaptation. It's fantastically animated with uh, complete, you know, uh, innovative animation style. 
and the story is great as well. Mm-hmm. It's the first time that we get to even really see Miles Morales as a Spider-Man in a major film like this. Yeah. And I like how they dealt with like the um all the dimension hopping and stuff like that. I you know, even even the comic relief characters which are kind of annoying at times for me Spider sometimes, Ham. like Spider-Ham or <laughs> Spider-Man Noir, they're just all great in it. Yeah. And you know, the supporting cast is amazing and I don't know. Pretty much everything about the movie is great, with like an exception of one piece of music here and there. But other than that, I think it's almost perfect. There was never a low point for me in that movie at all. I was thoroughly entertained the entire time. I can't. That is one. that is the movie of 2018 that I walked into that movie with absolutely no expectations and came out going, "I fucking love this movie." <laughs> I unfortunately didn't see it in theater. It was in my weird time when we still had AMC. Uh, I had to cancel my uh, A list, so like I didn't go to very many movies. Yeah, so I missed it in theater, but I immediately got it on uh, Blu-ray and yeah. loved it. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. <laughs> yep, it was. It was quite a great movie. Well, I'm glad we all three had that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that that uh, it makes sense. It's a, yeah. If there's one movie we're gonna agree on, it's it's probably that one. I'll throw another one out there. Uh, this one just barely made the cut, being from 2010. And that's uh, Toy Story 3. Mm. Uh, you want to talk about pinnacles of, of something in your childhood coming to an end, or an end, so you thought. Yeah, Toy Story 3 was was great. I remember uh, a big group of my family and friends, we all went to see it. We, you know, we all legit thought that they were all going to die in the uh, <laughs> in the, the, the pit there. Second. Like we we're, we're all pretty teary eyed from that, and uh, yeah. So I guess I guess it's that experience that you know, not very many movies uh, hit me in that that uh, with that power to to actually make me tear up. So yeah, it was a great ending to a uh, what should have been a trilogy. <laughs> yeah, I I mean I we'll go into it a little bit. Uh, Toy Story four like. Still a good movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it's, it. It's fine. But it really should have just been no straight. Like, I don't know. As long as Toy Story 4 exists, at least it's good. Yeah. You know, it's not bad. Do you, yeah. do you think do you think Toy Story 6 will be about um, Buzz Lightyear turning evil but then turning back because Jesse did something? And then Zerg will resurface and the whole movie will be about Jesse and Buzz having to take down Zerg. <laughs> oh, boy. Was... and it'll just ruin the entire <laughs> the entire ladder trilogy. <laughs> well, if, if so anything, it'll be if... about Bonnie giving away the toy. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll get another Andy. <laughs> it'll, it'll be Zerg hooked up to a Glados arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll get a little specific there. <laughs> Spoilers, no. It's, it's, it's way past that time. <laughs> Okay, I had talked about this in the... No, actually, no, I'm not going to say that one yet. <laughs> I'm going to go with a movie from 2010, uh, Todd Phillips' Due Date. Oh. I legitimately love that movie. <laughs> that movie is hilarious from start to finish. It's essentially a remake of an 80s movie with Steve Martin and John Candy called Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. But Robert Downey Jr. playing Steve Martin's type character and Zach Galifianakis as John Candy's type character is absolutely hysterical from start <laughs> to finish. And I cannot, I cannot express how much I will watch this movie anytime it's on TV because it is just hysterical. I... Comedies are, are movies that I primarily do watch, and I have not seen that one. Oh, it's hilarious. I think <laughs> it's on Netflix. Is it? Okay. Yeah. It is really it is really funny. It is. I love that movie. <laughs> I'll have to check that one out. Yes. <laughs> Definitely recommend. Five stars. <laughs> five out of five. <laughs> go ahead and go back to you, Sean. Alright, sure. Uh, how about uh, one from 2015... Uh, Mad Max Fury Road. I did like that. It's not on my list, but I did like Mad Max. Yep, I saw it a couple of times in theaters. 
I I wasn't really excited for that at all. I was like, oh, it's another Mad Max, you know, it's going to be the same thing. And then it is just visually incredible. Yeah, and the story is good, really. too. It's pretty basic, but it's pretty good. Um, well, because, like, when you think about it, Mad Max Fury Road has more of a story than, like, Thunderdome and Road Warrior. Yeah, exactly. Like, the original Mad Max had the story, but, like, this comes back, like, full circle and actually has a story. Yeah, uh, just the incredible things that they did with visual effects and the stunt work with the cars, I think, is just, you know, it's something incredible. Uh, it's beautiful looking, too, like the color correction, how, like, the scene with the tornado that they all get sucked up in that. Oh my god, everything's so great about it. Mad Max was kind of Last Jedi before it was the Last Jedi with letting the old things die. Because in the first five minutes, they blow up his interceptor. Uh, that's right. And I was like, yo, what? <laughs> that's true. They destroy his car almost immediately. And then by this point, like, Max, Max, who is a very intelligent person who was a police officer before, like, the apocalyptic whatever happened... And now he's just like, and I know, Sean, you've told me the theory that he's the feral child from yeah. uh, Road Warrior. But, like, if it's not, then he's just the most barbaric, like, piece <laughs> of shit that he could possibly have become, like, in between that time. And judging, like, by Tom Hardy's age and Mel Gibson's age, it wasn't that long. So, like, maybe he got, like, lobotomized or clunked on the head too bad so like maybe he shouldn't have been driving to begin with <laughs> well i good I, movie though i mean i i enjoyed it i don't have much to say because another one <laughs> i've never seen any of them so it's not like i just specifically skipped I, that one on i recommend it i i think it's currently in the five dollar bin you, know, you don't really need to no, see the other ones either so like, i'd recommend uh well, maybe i'll pick that up out. on the out of the five dollar bin <laughs> Blu-rays. <laughs> $5 bin for a five-year-old movie. There we go. Uh, I'll go next with another movie. Let me just think. Uh, I'll just throw this one in the ether because if you listen <laughs> to Thor the Dark World. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I may be a, a big Doctor Who fan, but just because uh, Christopher Eccleston was in that does not mean it was a good movie. Um, uh, the, uh, Star Wars Force Awakens. Um, that's on my list too it's uh again like we we said on the previous episode that we hope that you all listen to more so it, it was the experience of of seeing that movie yes. in the theater um i've that was my first and so far at this point in time only experience of that kind yes where uh, people are literally cheering uh like I don't know. That's that, <laughs> you said everything that I wanted to yeah. say about the Force Awakens, and that was on my list. Too. Yeah, so that that's definitely one of my favorite of the decade. Yeah. Well, I guess since you guys both agreed on that <laughs> so one, I'll, 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 I'll kick in another one. Uh, I'll go with uh, another blockbuster as such. Clubs of Trolls. Yeah, <laughs> we'll uh, <laughs> we'll go with um, Avengers Endgame from. Ooh. Was that 2018? No, this no, year. That was 2019. Or, yeah, oh, yeah, this year. They're all, run, year. They're all running together. Uh, Avengers Endgame from 2019. It was, Not it was, on my list. It was, hard Not to, on mine. it was hard to choose between Infinity War and Endgame. And I think I chose Endgame simply because it was such a great finale to over a decade long uh, setup. More so, ceremonious than Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. Man. So... So this whole thing started over 10 years ago and we got an entire decade's worth of movies and I think it was a great uh, end cap to uh, what has become the cinema uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, Avengers end cap. <laughs> Avengers end cap. <laughs> Fuck the end cap. <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't on my list, but I thoroughly enjoyed Endgame. Oh, yeah. I thought it was a great conclusion. Uh, there were a lot of surprises in that movie um towards the middle you know it kind of started getting confusing because like you'd go to one planet and you'd be like oh i forgot they even were here yeah like um and it's got time travel for you too yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah i it's not on my list but we'll get to the why <laughs> but but i mean like it's it's a good it, it's a good movie it just didn't make my list uh, and i neither did infinity war oh well. um and i'll i'll explain why 
you know, whenever the rest of my list comes. But uh, <laughs> okay, uh, they're they're great movies. They are <clears throat> they are some of my favorites of the 2010s, but they did not make the cut for um, the top ten. Yeah. So I, I'll just go into it, and we can just keep talking about it. I have Infinity War on my on my list. Um, this is another one where it's it's primarily about the experience. It's not so much that you know people are necessarily cheering, but the moment at the end where everybody gets snapped away, mm. like that's that's a whole another type of experience as well. Um, almost to to the you know it being like empire where the bad guy wins that's another one where the bad guy wins like i don't know it's just the the way that that made me feel at the end uh again was it's probably under uh force awakens was my second favorite experience in the theater so yeah it was hard to choose between infinity war and endgame but uh infinity war is just as good as endgame i think i think that they're you know aside from winter soldier i think that uh, Endgame and Infinity War are the two or three best, you know, mm-hmm. m- uh, Marvel movies that they came out with. Yeah. And, you know, you need that structure from before of uh, what happened to really appreciate them. But uh, I mean, I, you know, I, I've known of a lot of people that had only seen oh, really? uh, Infinity War and Endgame, and they loved it. I think that Infinity War works that way. Like yeah. we were mentioning earlier about Logan, how you can jump in. I think Infinity War works that way where you can see it and it would still work as a movie. Mm-hmm. But Endgame, that's not going to happen. You're, you're, I mean, you, you at least really have the, need... prim- the, the knowledge from Infinity yeah, War at least. You really but... need Infinity War for that to work yeah. for you. Yeah, if you if you jump in and start with Infinity War and, watch, and go through Endgame... Uh, you can watch that by itself and not have any other knowledge, but yeah, that's that's primarily why Endgame was on my list because mm-hmm. uh, the experience of Infinity War. Okay, um, here is why they didn't make the cut for me. My movie came out in two thousand twelve, and it's called Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Not that I don't like Infinity War and Endgame. I do. Mm-hmm. They're In a lot of ways, they're better than Avengers. But Avengers, I remember the experience because that was the first time seeing all of those heroes come together on screen at once. And it was a good story. You didn't have the huge, looming Thanos as yeah. your villain. It was Loki. It was a step below. But it still made for a really good fight and everything you still had a large-scale battle and then we get into the ridiculous sized battles in infinity war and endgame that all seems like it's kind of smaller not small scale but it's a smaller stakes battle that they're doing but it was the first time they all came together and there's the one shot uh of the camera that goes around all of them Mm, and plays the alan silvestri score which, by the way, is one of the best themes ever written for a, a superhero movie. Yeah. Uh, but no, like I, that's why I put Avengers in because it it without that you never would have had Infinity War. Or no, abs- absolutely, and and the only reason I don't look back at that with as much um, uh, maybe love or, or whatever you want to call it, not that I don't like the movie, um, that goes back to a time where I. Didn't have the knowledge or the the love for comic book stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I started loving Captain America when I saw it, but still at the time, I was still very late to like Thor. Really didn't happen for me until Ragnarok. I didn't care about one yeah, or two. I didn't care either. Um, and then I I didn't even like Iron Man, like any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I was like, eh, they're teaming up. Who cares? <laughs> you know, Hulk. I don't care about Hulk. So I was, I was very much a Captain America guy. So I mean, I watched it for that, but but I've I've come to to enjoy those movies much more now. So that's why I didn't put it on mine. All right. Well, I'll stick with the. It's not really a superhero movie, but it kind of is. Uh, Birdman. I thought about putting wow, that on my yeah, list. Yeah, I was gonna put that on there. 
Because you it know is what? No, awesome. I'm eliminating one and putting Birdman <laughs> in. Because, uh, you know what? You said that, and that just immediately clicked with me. Why the hell didn't I throw that in? Yeah, it is, so it is I, great. It's a great story. Michael Keaton. It's just kind of like the beginning of his renaissance of like coming back to movies and things. Absolutely. And uh, just like the way it was shot, like the I, it's obviously not a one-take thing. No. But it was cheated. There was rumors that it was. I there, remember I somebody think, talking about that. I don't think it could have possibly been. I, I don't think, think so I think either, they cheated but... it, but it looks awesome. Yeah, like, just like the whole one take thing. It's great. And, well, uh, and that's that uh, Alejandro Inuritu's yeah. way of shooting. Like, look at the Revenant. Revenant. Yeah. That whole, like, five minute long sequence of the battle yeah. was one shot, one take. Mm. Yeah, he's, he loves doing he's super talented. Like that. That's not a good movie. It is, but I wouldn't put it above Birdman. No, <laughs> no, no. Birdman still. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. We were just talking about Birdman the other day. I think we were talking about it at Christmas. And I, like, was just looking back on it so fondly, and I don't know why it didn't, like, click with me to put that on the list. But it is now, so. I I literally bought that movie blindly. I was like, it's like a former superhero kind of thing. Um, Even though it was, he was like, he played the character in the movie. Yeah. But... I was like, hmm, and it's Michael Keaton. I'm going to buy that. <laughs> so I, I bought it blindly, and it was pretty good. Yeah, it was great. Okay, a Tarantino movie. Uh, came out 2015? Uh, called The Hateful Eight. Mm. Very, very good Western uh, Tarantino-style movie. Yeah. Uh, Great cast. I love Kurt Russell, so him being in it was a treat. Of course, he died mm. midway through the movie. I honestly haven't seen it. Uh, but, <laughs> I mean, it, it's all around just a really... It's really, really long. It's a very, very long movie, but it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed every minute of it. It's still just as memorable in my mind as it was the first time I watched it. Uh I mean, all around, you just can't really go wrong with that movie. It's it's one that yeah. I see, I, I've seen around, and I'm like, I need to watch that. I would have put Inglorious Bastards on, but Inglorious Bastards it's 2009. came out in 2009. Yep, yeah. it would have been mine as well, except <laughs> it came out in 2009. Yep. <laughs> yep, I was upset about that, because I really wanted Inglorious Bastards. Because Inglorious Bastards is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, me too. Going, going to a weird place for me. Not not really a weird place for me, but like, not one that I think is gonna pop up on people's from the decade. But it's it's so recent that I love it, <laughs> and that's the uh, uh, live action Aladdin. My my favorite Disney uh, animated movie growing up was Aladdin, so it, it's it's almost like a finally they they did it. It was always like a a dream in my head. See, you know, one of my favorite ones growing up was The Lion King. You want to know what movie really thoroughly disappointed me in 2019? The Lion King. <laughs> and, and you're not wrong. Like, I was I was very much looking forward to both of them, thinking Aladdin was going to be the, the worser the worst. of the two. Mm. See, that's what I thought, too. Yeah. yeah but the, the Lion King ended up being just it, not it, good. And, and it, not that we're here to talk about bad things of the decade, but um, the Lion King, like, it wasn't even the fact that it was almost a shot for shot, <laughs> but like there was no emotion on the faces. Yeah, it was soulless. They, they made it too realistic. Um, so yeah, that one didn't work. But Aladdin, Jungle Book worked surprisingly. That one was good too. Yeah, because it they didn't have emotion either, but it worked better for it, and I don't know why. Yeah, well, and that's what gave me the hope. Well, for and maybe King, it was because but... Mowgli. Mowgli was able there to was interact. There was a real person. Yes. Real person. And yeah. you had somebody expressing emotion to the animals. Right. Versus just animals trying to express emotion to other animals. And it just didn't work. Yeah, in that sense, like, there was a real person showing emotion. So it wasn't weird that the animals weren't showing emotion. I'm just going to so. I'm just gonna say that uh, it was Favreau was too busy working on The Mandalorian yeah, we'll, we'll to say actually that. give a shit about The Lion King. <laughs> Years from now, we're not going to talk about the the stinker that was Lion King. We're going we're gonna to talk about Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Did you remember Sean 
came with us to see Lion King. Yes. Because I, I was like, let's go see Lion King. He's like, sweet. And then, like, he was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> we're, like, we're like, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> and we were all just like, man, this is not hitting. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Aladdin was, uh, I loved it. I still need to see Aladdin. I did you not have not seen Aladdin? Okay. Could have gone. I didn't. I mean, I'm not going to be back because there's several that you guys have said that I haven't seen. Yeah. So, uh, I'll hit on one, two. Uh, how about, uh, we brought it up. Uh, I guess we didn't bring it up this time, but uh, Blade Runner 2049. I was going to put that on the list, but I think I need to revisit it. So, that one is better than the first? It's, yes. it's far better yeah. than the first. Because <laughs> this is my experience with the first one. Five minutes in. Okay, I'm falling asleep. Shut it off. Yeah. I have not went back. Yeah, it's far better than it's, the first it's one. A, Blade Runner is a good-looking movie. Like, maybe one of the best-looking of its time. Yeah. However, its story does not land well, because there is nothing to keep you in. At least in Blade Runner 2049, K actually is a good detective. Mm. I, like, I... I did I say it in the Star Wars one where I said Obi-Wan Kenobi is a better detective yeah. than uh, Rick Decker? Yeah, yeah, that's what brought it yeah. up, I think. Yeah, that's like, he just is not, that. like, the second one is far better, far superior. I, I've, I've wanted to see that one just because the trailers look good and, and whatnot, but. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not bad by any means. Yeah, but that's. I uh, need to revisit it because it was really it's, long. It's very long, but yeah, uh, yeah it's, that's. I really liked it. It was my favorite year of, uh, or yeah, it was my favorite year. It was my favorite movie of um, twenty seventeen. So that's why I threw it on there. I can't remember what my favorite twenty seventeen was. That's too long ago. Kong, <laughs> Kong, I, no, the only movies that I remember seeing in twenty seventeen were Logan, Kong Skull Island, and Blade Runner. Oh, okay, those are the only three that I recall watching. I probably saw a lot more, but that's all I remember seeing. I've yet to watch Kong. Yeah. Kong is the best out of the monster verse. Really? Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna like rally behind Godzilla because Kong is a far more entertaining huh. movie than either of the other two. Is that one of yours? What Kong? Kong? No. Okay. <laughs> honorable mention. It was a good movie of twenty seventeen. It's not yeah, honorable mention would have been Kong. This movie came out in twenty thirteen. Uh, Skyfall. Okay. Yeah, good one. One of the best James Bond movies of all time, and certainly the best in the Daniel Craig. That's the uh, third one, right? Yes. Okay. Which I would have hoped had ended yeah, on that Yeah, should note. have been the end. But, but uh, they, of course, can't do that. That one, that one could have been on my list. I forgot that that was in within the decade. I, I loved Skyfall. From I, I saw that in theaters, and the night before... Me and my buddy sat down. He's like, you need to watch these. So we watched the first two. I, I borrowed it from a guy I worked with. Yeah. Because I had watched Casino Royale when I was like in seventh grade. And then I saw Quantum of Solace my freshman year of high school. I went by myself to watch it. And then I didn't see Skyfall. And uh, later on, a buddy that I worked with, he's like, I'll bring you Skyfall. You can watch it. And my dad hadn't watched it either, so we both watched it, and we both agreed that that was the best James Bond that they've done in years. Yeah. But yeah, so Skyfall. <laughs> I very much Good agree one. with that. Uh, obviously not on my list, because I forgot, but... Um, Same thing with Birdman with me. Yeah. <laughs> For some I mean, reason, I just forgot, but it is a really good one. I mean, I, c I could probably, you know, eliminate take the Aaron route and, and eliminate something, but... Well, the one I eliminated was more, more deserving <laughs> to be eliminated for yeah. that. But and this, I, I'll tell you why. But my my two are, are pretty important, I think, in the... As you all have probably realized, my mine is very comic booky, But But uh, the two I've left are very uh, important, I think. Um, but the first one of which we'll talk about is Garden, Guardians of the Galaxy. I had that on my list. I removed it. Yeah. Um, so I guess either way we're talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> I actually switched out Guardians for Spider Verse. That was the one okay. where I said, "Wait a minute, there is one that I'm forgetting." Yeah, and I swapped it. But I understand where you're probably coming from, and I'll chime in. Yeah, just just the fact that like 
nobody knew who these people these characters yeah, were exactly um and, and it was just such a again i don't specifically remember like moment like moments in the theater about this but like just the, the sheer comedy that was on this on the screen and um it was just a, a fun movie surprising because nobody knew who they were <laughs> uh so it you know without that i don't think we might have gotten the uh thor ragnarok uh yeah, like I... it wouldn't have the same tone uh comedy aspect of it deadpool too uh, deadpool i think had a big hand in thor ragnarok's well, let's fourth, just throw fourth, it out there. Deadpool's my last one. <laughs> fourth wall breaking comedy. That's that. Yeah, those are good ones. Yeah, uh, I'm curious. So my list is now done. But <laughs> Guardians. Before before yeah. you go, I'm just gonna chime in about Guardians. Yeah. I walked in with absolutely no expectations and walked out feeling like I watched a Star Wars movie, and yeah. I was like, that was like that was a ton of fun. It was a space adventure yeah. that had characters that all had chemistry together that worked too well that you were like that movie should have never worked because nobody knew these characters or anything it should never have been as successful as it was yet it is one of the most highly regarded of the franchise yeah you know i'm gonna sob out one of mine with guardians because i reflecting on it i saw that movie seven times in the movie theater (laughs) i saw it probably the most amount of times i've seen any movie in the theater and uh yeah i just i love every minute of it it's such a great movie <laughs> oh, i'm sorry i didn't know how this machine worked i didn't i don't know how that worked but uh continuing with deadpool i'm curious yeah. whether how it's going to work now that disney owns it it's probably gonna, just not <laughs> if they're just gonna like keep it how it is he said ryan reynolds said that they're keeping an r rating yeah, yeah. Well, well we'll see what happens well you you know why because they're not gonna put, they're not gonna slap Disney on. It'll still be it'll, under it'll the still Fox. Be under Fox because yeah. Fox is still a company. Yeah, yeah, they just own it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Fox can still technically do the so, same thing. So it, it might be fine, but uh, Deadpool was on there. Uh, How many times did you see that in the theater? Four or five. I can't, I can't remember, but uh, it, just the amount of oh my god, they did that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, they just said that? <laughs> like, it... The stuff on the screen was unbelievable. Um, my favorite is... We gotta go see The Professor. Ooh, is it Stuart or... McAvoy. McAvoy. <laughs> yeah, these timelines are so confusing. Yeah. I saw it twice in the theater, and I didn't hear that joke the first time. Yeah. And the second time I heard it. it too. And I'm the o- I was the only person that laughed in my movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> Oh but yeah, I mean that one's that one's another one. It's just you, again, you don't have to know anything. I mean, obviously that joke's not going to work if you don't know anything. But overall, you don't need to know anything to to jump in that one and to know that to enjoy that comedy. But uh, so I have one that is a foreign film. Oh, um, by the title of Shin Godzilla. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I just recently watched this. When was that? Two weeks ago? Shin Godzilla, I watched because I found it on... And actually, Sean and I both watched it for the first time Mm. at his house because I found a link to it (laughs) because it wasn't on American release DVD. Okay. I watched that movie and as much bureaucracy like that they showed that you have to go through in Japan and all the political jargon... That movie was one of the best Godzilla movies I have ever watched. Yeah, it's <laughs> and really good. It showcased, and it's it's uh, directed by, or written, sorry, written by Hideki Anno, who wrote Neon Genesis Evangelion, which ha- echoes a lot of the, uh, we have to do this, and then they have to go through a chain of command. Mm. But I enjoyed that a lot because that's actually how it works over in japan like they don't have a military so they have to go through like all of these the red tape in order to launch an attack on something Hmm. so when they're completely taken off guard that this giant creature has surfaced and is destroying part of their city they have to make a choice on whether to risk citizens lives 
by launching an attack on this thing or just wait for it to go away and they let it go away and then it comes back way worse hmm. but i mean like the visuals in it japan has had a long history of not doing well with cg and in this movie the godzilla is entirely cgi'd and oh, with, oh really yeah and, I, that's convincing yeah i, I, I didn't know i that. thought that some of it was like puppeteering and suit work but nope it... they dropped all the suit stuff hmm. uh, wow. because it was getting too costly and too time consuming. How is that more costly? Well, than, it was getting too time consuming. Yeah. Uh, doing all the puppetry and getting it right. Yeah. Whereas they could just animate it. With the exception of a couple of scenes where the CG doesn't look as great, everything else looks fantastic. You fooled me. <laughs> uh, the visual of Godzilla destroying all of Tokyo with his fire beam was insane. It was the most amount of power I've ever seen Godzilla use. And to clarify, this movie's a reboot. This isn't a sequel or anything. This is a reintroduction of Godzilla. So, like, he's never appeared before. Yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. So, and it it still has that underlying tone of nuclear uh, contamination and everything, and how he came to be. And actually, this movie won the Japanese Academy Award for Best Picture in Japan <laughs> the year that it came out. So. I mean, it's not just a great movie over there. I hold it in high regard for one of my favorites of the 2010. I mean, I enjoyed it. I, It was very jarring. I was like, what the hell is that baby Godzilla? But um, The evolutions were really cool. I mean, yeah, it, it definitely got cool. And the, what was that? He had a new power, I forget. Oh, the beams out of the spine. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was really cool. I... I I gotta clarify. I was I was like half watching it, like we were kind of babysitting at the time. So I was only half watching it. But what I seen, I enjoyed. I do own it. I just haven't sat down and watched it front end. But yeah, good choice. Yeah, knew um, there had to be a Godzilla. Song. Yeah, that, that <laughs> I I had to throw that one in because that's one that really stood out to yeah. me more so than the 2014 or the 2019 movies. That one just really stood out to me. Well, I'll throw this one out there. It's a bit of a... It's a recency bias thing for me. It was my favorite movie of this year, 2019. Which is Knives Out. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. Um, that was my last movie on my list, was Knives Out. Okay, yeah. It, it's uh, it's incredible. Uh, the writing, it's... If you haven't seen it yet, I recommend it. It's a murder mystery, except it takes... It's, it's a little different than regular murder mysteries and uh they tell you what happens yeah exactly you you know what happens from the beginning and you kind of have to go through everything but uh, i thought that was really engaging and a new take on a whodunit which you don't really see those in movie form anymore very rarely which you know i thought seeing another one was refreshing and just the the subversion of expectations of the notoriety of ryan johnson worked extremely well in this one yes it, Very well. that, this is a this is a peak form for him i think <laughs> it is that it definitely was uh was in my top of the decade leaving that movie i was like this was great and then even even after watching my favorite franchise's conclusion i still said knives out was my favorite movie <laughs> of the year <laughs> oh all right, well, I guess I'll get to my last one out of the way then. Okay, yeah. It's a uh, 2015 film. Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's That's not it, actually. Yeah. Uh, well, that's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Baby Driver. Good choice. That was, uh, you know, um, what's his name? can't think of it now <laughs> edgar wright edgar uh shit i, I like put hot fuzz on <laughs> was hot fuzz no yeah, from no. 2010 yeah was I it think, well, I think it was 2011 i change it no. to hot fuzz because that is the best edgar wright movie to ever come out <laughs> there's no way hold on we gotta do some fact checking here <laughs> i'm pretty sure the hot fuzz came out i don't think it, so no maybe 2009 yeah I, I it had to been eight or nine 
2007. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I thought that it was. I knew uh, it had later. to be because I I watched that with my ex, and that was a long time. <laughs> well, ago. since Hot Fuzz is out of the running, Baby Driver. Baby yeah. Driver is back on the Baby Driver is back on the menu today. So uh, yeah, uh, the soundtrack. It's another thing, kind of like James Gunn, where the movie was kind of written around the soundtrack that Edgar Wright had chosen. And uh, it just the story of this getaway driver, you know, trying to live a regular life. Uh, it's really compelling, and visually, it's pretty great. Uh, I just liked everything about it. So I'd like to change mine, since you said soundtracks written around a movie. Uh, Suicide Squad from <laughs> Yeah, yep. that's, a, that's an instant classic right there. Instant classic. <laughs> hey, it's definitely not top of the... No. I like it, though. No, but um, so the omission that I made was joker okay while it was a good movie and i like todd phillips uh spider-verse had to knock that out (laughs) yeah actually birdman knocked out joker okay yeah i mean i don't i don't dislike joker obviously but i mean i don't know (laughs) i i enjoyed joker i thought it was a well-made movie yeah but as soon as you said birdman i was like yeah yeah this one's gotta go (laughs) Well, I think that was a great look back at the yeah. previous decade and, you know, movies we liked. Obviously, the it's, of the decade. Yeah, it's, it's not a comprehensive <laughs> list by any means, but things no. that stood out to us. But uh, let's move on yeah. to things that we might be excited for of the new coming year. Nothing. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I don't have that much. There's not a ton. Yeah. Uh, 2019 was a great year for movies, though. It was. It was. Yep. So, so welcome World War Three with open arms. <laughs> cinema's not going to get better than what it was. Yeah, well, hopefully... Uh, Martin Scorsese was right. Yeah. Hopefully we'll be able to get a couple of good ones in 2020. But uh, do you guys have anything that you're really looking forward to? Um, with the exception of Godzilla vs. Kong, not really. <laughs> I mean, Wonder <clears throat> Woman and Black Widow... Yeah, I don't really care. Maybe the Bond movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bond. No Time to Die. I think it's going to be a mess, though, because it has uh, Rami Malek as the villain, and they're also bringing back Christoph Waltz. Yeah. So it's it's going to be pretty crowded, I think. Oh, my. I'll just run down. Like, these aren't necessarily ones for me. I just thought maybe we'd throw our thoughts out there. Um, Birds of Prey. Yeah, I don't really care. It looks better than Suicide Squad, yeah. though. But... Ewan McGregor is the villain, yeah. which is a selling point for me. Yeah. I will see it. Yeah. I'm just not super hyped we, for it. I've been betrayed by trailers before, though. Well, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Terminator yeah. Salvation. Yeah. Oh, man. I forgot that was even the thing. That was pretty <laughs> we recently. Did. We all tried to forget about it. <clears throat> uh, Tenet, that one. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched the trailer for that it yet. It looks good. So. It looks really good. Uh, I was briefly I, in a band called Tenet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, Wonder Woman is a thing that's coming. Gal Gadot. I'll go watch anything with her. Right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know, the, the obvious hit of Bad Boys 3 or <laughs> Bad 4. Boys. Or what if, Bad which Boys, one is it? Bad Boys for Life. I think it's number three, though. Okay, yeah. I, I just don't care. <laughs> I love Will Smith, so I might watch it. They brought Lawrence, uh, Martin Lawrence back from a death. I thought you were going to say Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, they brought Lawrence like, Fishburne. Like you did when we were playing Fallen Order. Is that really Lawrence Fishburne? No, that's Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, side note about that I forgot. Or no, that's a different game. Never mind. <laughs> so we talked about this a little bit before recording. Um... Sonic doesn't look terrible. No, I will see Sonic. I'll see it simply because of the extreme effort that the people made. You know, they spent like an everything. extra five million or yeah, something. I, it's kind of a. I hope that it's 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 going to be like the cats where they lost seventy million dollars. Um, I I know a lot of people have checked out of this franchise a long time ago. Um, but Fast 9 comes out. <laughs> yeah, I do not care. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw is alright. I, I have not seen that yet. I think that I'll go see it just because it's absurd now. It, it's the absurd. I mean, John Cena's in it. Why would we not see it? I didn't know John Cena was going to be in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was in the last Transformers, too. <laughs> Bumblebee. Well. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ghostbusters, I know we, we all said what? that. Why, why isn't a new Transformers coming out this year? Michael Bay's making other crap on Netflix instead. Oh. By rebooting those Teenage Mutant Alien Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hate those. 
You guys might I don't, disagree with no, me. No, I, I don't hate them either. Those. I just I said that because the, a lot of they were supposed didn't. to originally be aliens in yeah. this franchise. A lot oh, of really? people did not. That's yeah. terrible. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would have been really awful if that was yeah. been the case. But no, I I actually like the second one more than the first one, which is I know not. I, think, I did I too. too. Yeah, I like I the second too. one more because yeah. it remind me of the, the old yeah, TV well, like, show. Yeah. Rocksteady and Bebop were great. Yeah. And uh, Brad Garrett playing Krang. Yeah. Which which Brad Garrett hasn't done anything in like ten years, Man. so they dusted off his coffin and resurrected him to play the voice of Craig. Um, apparently Morbius is supposed to be out this year. No, oh, with Jared Leto. Yeah, I don't care. What is that? It's it's a comic. It's um, he's from the Spider Man. Yeah, Bloodshot. Yeah, I I will watch. Is it that. an MCU movie? Mm-hmm. Morbius? Morbius. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's in the MCU. Okay, okay. But it's it's like yeah, I, I was com- I was completely unfamiliar villain. with it. He he shows up in like the animated Spider-Man uh, TV show. Is he connected to Moon Knight at all? Um, I uh, <laughs> I should. Know, I have no idea. But I don't. Not not in the Spider-Man show. I know that because I watched it pretty recently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I didn't. I don't hate Jared Leto, so... What other movies are on there? Um, Free Guy. Coming to America 2. Yeah, I'll watch that. Eddie, I mean, I'll watch it. Eddie Murphy's back. Yeah, thank God. Uh, James Earl Jones better be in there and still alive. He is. Is don't he? Worry. Yeah, oh yeah, James, okay. Earl Jones, James Earl Jones is still alive. No, I know he's alive. I just meant his character. James Earl Jones had a new line in uh, Rise of Skywalker. Oh yeah, yeah. One new line of dialogue. <laughs> um... The Harrison Ford movie. Call of the Wild. Yeah, yeah watch that. I'm probably. looking forward to The King's Man. Yeah, The King's Man. I forgot about that one. Yeah. I think that'll be good. Oh, the Minion movie. Show. The Minion. Yeah, yeah, Minions. Uh, the Rise of Gru. Um, Gru Walker. <laughs> Venom 2. Girls. <laughs> yeah, Venom 2. Venom 2. It's I, directed by Andy Serkis, so... I'm yeah. excited... But I did not care for the first one. It's cautious optimism. That first one did not land. The only thing I didn't like about the first one was the ending credit scene with um, Woody Harrelson. Because it was really weird. and Oh, where he looked like Sideshow Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, In his fake, in his clearly fake-ass wig. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so bad. It was bad. It was not good. I I would have rather that he had, like, stringy, like, red hair that, like... Kind of like how he had in Solo, but if it had like hung down in front of his face or something, and he looked like Rob Zombie or something. Instead, yeah. it looked like somebody went to Spirit, <clears throat> and they're like, I need a red wig. And they're like, okay. And they hand him a clown wig, and he goes, well, it'll have to do. And then they brought it back. And... It comes it like downward. Yeah, it was, and they like it cut bad. it up and like yeah. combed it all weird. Yeah, yeah it, it looked weird. It looked bad. It, it, yeah, it looked bad. And, oh, and plus the uh, throwback to the uh, Ninja Turtles, um, the fact that the end of Venom is so laughable with Eminem doing his <laughs> Venom, 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 which like just immediate it immediately took me back to Vanilla Ice doing <laughs> the Ninja Turtles rap <laughs> because that oh movie my. that movie didn't land for me to begin with, but when the Eminem started doing the song, I was like, yeah, I'm out. I was like, I be and I fell asleep during that movie too. Oh wow! So that movie was kind of really boring for me. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was all right. <laughs> all right i stand alone on that one <laughs> it was it, it was fine it just did not hit for me like any of the other i am excited simply for andy circus i think i i want to see what he does with it yeah huh. i would say uh, a star wars movie but we don't have one coming. Yeah. we need a break from well, we star do. wars yeah after we got the we need to new, new season of clone wars yeah we do have uh new star February, wars things coming out content but... yeah and then, obviously, in fall, we'll have season two of Mandalorian. I, yeah. I'm sure we'll get new Star Wars things throughout the next decade, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. We're going to get quite a few announcements, I believe, at Celebration. Yeah. Even before, I think. Yeah. I think they said they're supposed to announce what the new trilogy is this February. Oh. Ryan Johnson's trilogy? No, this is... um. Favreau and Favreau I would I would be totally fine with a Ryan Johnson. Yeah, trilogy. me too. 
I think people would come around to yeah, it. Yeah, I would love a space who done it. <laughs> That'd be good because that would actually that would suit him so well. Yeah, yeah that would be really good. But yeah, but honestly, if if Ryan Johnson had directed Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. <laughs> It may be the best Star Wars. Oh I will my. go on record right now <laughs> saying that if Ryan Johnson directed Attack of the Clones, it might be the best Star Wars ever made. And there we are. It all comes back. We'll, we'll just leave it at that. <sighs> Alright, so uh, thank you guys for listening to an, another episode of Geek Tavern. Yeah. Keep an eye out for our, uh, anything that might be coming out from us in the next year. Yeah. yeah. The very near future. Thank you for watching. Yeah. Bye-bye. Thanks. Later. <laughs>